And Father, we just give you praise today that you are so faithful. Our faith need only look to you to grow. Focus yourself before us this day, Lord God, that we might trust you more than ever. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Well, it's almost Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful for a lot of things in my life, but particularly for uh, the heritage that I have in my family. Um, There's little reminders of that that I keep around me. One of these is this. Dad Dad had this in his study years ago, and I was so fascinated with it, uh, he he let me claim it. But this is a a collection of one-page front-and-back sermons that my granddad typed on a little uh, old typewriter. Just so cool. I don't, I don't know if you can tell how old that is. That's, but but if, if, if this church were to burn down, I'd run for this book and everything else would be uh, on its own. You know what I mean? It's that much a treasure uh, to me. It's got his handwriting in it. I, I didn't know my granddad very well. Never remember him preaching, but uh, I feel his heart when I pick this up and read it. You are faithful. That's our heritage. The heritage of our Heavenly Father. And, and for me, those memories kind of mingle around Granddad. You've heard me tell the story of when uh, my dad and his two sisters were young and going to high school. My granddad uh, heard the call to ministry late. And so when his kids were still in high school, he went back to school himself in order to have the kind of training that a Methodist pastor would need in order to preach. And I've always taken that as a a badge of honor, grit, to do what God called him to do. But as that old gray-headed man would get out of his car in the morning with his kids and the kids would run to the playground to get in a few moments of play with their friends before school would started, kids often didn't understand why that gray-headed man was sitting with them in their classes and they had, uh, you know, the sensitivity of kids. They would make fun of him, you know. Must be stupid, old gray-headed man still having to go to high school, you know. And uh, dead over heard that comment one day and I, I, I think he hit him with the right cross before he finished the sentence and his sisters were particularly Dorothy was a tomboy as the crowd gathered around and four more four or five more guys jumped in Dorothy took care of them and, and, and all the kids were on the playground crying and then Dorothy the oldest realized this wouldn't do because all these boys were members of their dad's new congregation so she thought quick, as Dorothy always did. She said, you don't, you don't understand my, my dad. He's not stupid, he's called. And God's going to use him. And someday you'll understand that. You don't understand my dad. And because you don't, it won't make sense to you. But it's okay with him if you go across the street before school starts to the five and dime store and get you some ice cream. She thought that would make them forget what had happened. And she was right. The next day, word still hadn't gotten to 
to my granddad and their dad, and they jumped in the car that morning all to go to school, and it was unusually quiet, and nobody argued over who had to sit on the hump in the back seat, and, and uh, he said, what's wrong with you guys? And no one spoke up. Well, what, what's wrong with you kids this morning? You're, you know, you're not yourselves. And Dorothy said, oh, Daddy, we don't want to tell you. And he said in Bus Kirk style, I'm your father. I asked you. You have to tell me. And Dorothy, through tears, started telling the story. Brad hit one of them, and I, I took care of the rest, and I, I told them that they didn't understand you, that, that you weren't stupid, that you were called, that God was going to use you. And it was okay with you, so long as it didn't cost over a nickel, they could go across the street and get them some ice cream. I was trying to make up for it, Daddy, and brother and I are going to need our allowance for the next three weeks in order to be able to pay for that. Dad didn't know how he got launched into that plan, but, but he, he was too scared to speak up in the back seat. And Dad heard Granddad tell that story again and again as he pulled over to the side of the road. He'd talk about gathering up his kids in the back seat. Dad remembers his tears bathing theirs as he hugged them so tight he thought his back would break. Didn't say a word. Just slid back around in front of the driver's seat and drove on to school. But years later, as he would preach about that story, Granddad would often say, you don't think I didn't pay that debt? If it had taken everything I had, that's one pledge I would have kept. His faithfulness inspires our faith. But when we are faithful to what He calls us, whatever it costs us, you don't think God would not be faithful to supply it. Whatever pledge we make, you don't think your Heavenly Father has that same, that same heart. My kids believed in me. If it takes everything I've got, if it takes the very best I've got, I'll make good on that debt. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. You can afford to believe in a Father like that. On this Pledge Sunday, know that as you believe in Him, your Heavenly Father still has that same heart. Come to Him this morning. That your acts of faith might this day be inspired by His faithfulness. On the night that He gave Himself up for us, Jesus took bread and He gave thanks to the Father and He broke the bread and He gave it to His disciples saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. 
And so, Lord God, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit, not just on these gifts of juice and bread, but also upon us, your people, that as we partake of these elements, we might by faith feed on your very presence, be partakers of you and your grace as we come confessing our sins. Lord God, forgive us, empower us, gather us up in your arms this morning. Help us to feel your pleasure, your delight, your belief in us as we believe in you. We pray as your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.